from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, the friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And your spirit. To prepare ourselves, my name is Father Michael Coots, and welcome to this daily televised Mass. <clears throat> the televising of this Mass is made possible by a contribution from Irene from the Gulf Shows in Alabama, USA. This Mass is being offered in memory of a beloved Ray and for those whose spouse has preceded them in death. Blessings on everyone in this daily televised Mass community. May all the souls be in God's peace on this day. Our thanks to Irene for the gift of televising of this Mass to the faithful in Canada and all across the world. Today we celebrate the feast of Saint Marguerite Bourgeois, the founder of the Congregation of Notre Dame in Montreal, and who have made great uh, work, uh, have helped to flourish the church throughout the world. We ask this great saint to intercede for us before the throne of God. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, who called Saint Marguerite Bourgeois, to leave her homeland so as to educate young people in the Christian life, direct our words and deeds that along with the varied paths which lead to you, we too by her example and prayer may proclaim the loving presence of our Savior, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A let reading from the letter to the Hebrews. God did not subject to the coming world, about which we are speaking, to angels. But someone has testified somewhere. What are human beings that you are mindful of them, or mortals that you care for them? You have made them for a little while lower than the angels. You have crowned them with glory and honor, subjecting all things under their feet. Now in subjecting all things to them, God left nothing outside their control. As it is, we do not yet see everything in subjection to them, but we do see Jesus, for who for a little while was made lower than the angels, now crowned with glory and honor because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. It was fitting that God, for whom and through whom all things exist, in bringing many children to glory, should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For the one who sanctifies and those who are sanctified all have one Father. For this reason, Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters, saying, I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. In the midst of the congregation, I will praise you. The word of the Lord. Thanks. 
You gave your son authority over all your creation. You gave your son authority over all your creation. O Lord, our sovereign, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. You gave your Son authority over all your creation. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars that you have established. What are human beings that you are mindful of them? Mortals that you care for them. You gave your son authority You have made them a little lower than God and crowned them with glory and honor. You have given them dominion over the works of your hands. You gave your son authority message not as human words, but as truly the word of God. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus and the disciples went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, he entered the synagogue and taught. The people were astounded at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not like the scribes, as the scribes. Just then, in their synagogue, a man with was a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? 
I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying out with a loud voice, came out of him. They were all amazed and kept on asking one another, What is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. At once, Jesus' fame began to spread throughout the surrounding region of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In order to understand the first reading from the letter to the Hebrews, we need to remember what we heard yesterday at the very beginning of the letter to the Hebrews. When we were told that God, who spoke to our ancestors in various times and in various places through the prophets, now in the opportune time, when the moment came, he would speak to us through his Son. Not only speak to us through his Son, but send his Son. And in the humanity of the Son, God's glory would be manifest. What a beautiful thing indeed. And God had been preparing this for centuries before. And I would like to suggest that he prepared, God prepared this even from the Garden of Eden. God was going to take care of us. And we ask, why? And we heard David sing in the responsorial psalm, how insignificant we are. You have created the moon and the stars, and yet you have taken care of mortal people like you and me. This is the transcendent God who wants to enter into history, into our human history. And Paul would describe it in beautiful terms, as he would say in the letter to the Philippians. Jesus, though he was equal with God, did not consider it an advantage. But rather, he emptied himself and took the form of a slave so that he could be like one of us in all things except sin. He became obedient, obedient even until death, death on the cross. <clears throat> Why did Jesus do all this? What was the purpose? We hear that in the letter to the Hebrews. We do not know who these Hebrews were, whether they were in Jerusalem, whether they were in, in one of the churches in Turkey, in Macedonia, or in Greece. All we know was this faith community was beginning to lose hope. And therefore, the author of the letter to the Hebrews wanted to tell them, do not lose hope. God, who spoke to us through our prophets, is now sending his only Son, and that is the hope that you have to live in. Not only that, but this Christ has lived on this earth. He suffered, he died, he rose from the dead, and this is the hope that you and I have. It's a hope that we need today in the second and third wave that keeps on going on. Now, there's been a long, dark tunnel, and 
Finally, we've seen the light, the vaccines have come. And so many people think, okay, the vaccines have come, I can go anywhere, I can do anything. Wait a minute. The vaccines do not control or do not kill the virus. It only makes you and me immune to it. It, it builds up our immunity. It helps us to fight the virus before it can get into us. That does not mean we cannot, we have to abandon the mask and abandon washing our hands, abandon keeping social distances. That will take still some time. But many of us will say, now that I've got the vac vaccine, I can go anywhere and do anything. Sure, you can do that. I would do that if I'm only thinking about myself, if I'm only selfish, and I don't care at all about those others. And I don't care if I can carry it on. Because after all, this is an airborne virus, and therefore the masks are so very important to us, even today in the new year. We have the hope, just like the Hebrews had the hope, and their hope came from the fact that Christ had died, Christ has risen, Christ will come again. And even though they were waiting for the parousia, waiting for the final judgment, they could work with hope, but there was very one important thing. They had to work with the Lord. Because Christ has saved us, I cannot sit down in an easy chair, put my legs up on a footrest and say, salvation will come. No, I have to work very hard for it. But realizing that after I've worked very hard for it, Salvation is still a gift from God. It is because of God's great generosity, which will never be taken away, that I have the hope of the salvation. And we see that in the gospel today. Jesus is in Nazareth. <clears throat> Jesus is in a synagogue. It's not told whether he's in Nazareth. Yes, I think he was in Nazareth. He's in the synagogue. It's a very narrow synagogue. If you have ever been to Israel, you will see it. There were just eight benches in all, and three per bench. And Jesus would speak to them. And then suddenly in the synagogue, there was a man who would condemn Jesus. What have you to deal, do with us? We have to be very careful because like this man, so many of us are possessed in different ways. We have got addictions of different types. Because I don't like alcohol, I cannot condemn an alcoholic. Because I think pornography is dirty, I cannot condemn a person who is addicted to it. Because I don't gamble, I cannot condemn a gambler. All I have to do is show sympathy and hopefully be a light like St. Marguerite Bourgeois, whose feast we celebrate today to be a light to them, to be an encouragement to them, to help them to come forward. Marguerite Bourgeois, <clears throat> who came from France and founded the Congregation of Notre Dame. And they had two spiritualities that we see in the rosary, the spirituality of the visitation. They would accompany, accompany people in the world in which they lived, and especially the younger generation, so that they could live out their Christian values in a world that was corrupt and was sinful. And the second value was the spirituality of Pentecost. In the early church, the Spirit of the Lord came down in the early church, and you can read it in chapters 2, 5, 4, and 5 in the Acts of the Apostles. They gave them the wisdom, the knowledge, and the understanding to proceed in a world that has lost its moral compass.
And so the sisters of Notre Dame, congregation of Notre Dame, they managed to make the church flourish in Montreal and over the world. And so through her intercession, you and I can do the same. Saint Marguerite Bourgeois, pray for us. Join me now as we pray together. For Pope Francis, for Archbishop Thomas Collin, and bishops across Canada, for our civil leaders as they take care of the needy, we pray to the Lord. Lord hear our for those who experience loneliness, doubts about the future during these uncertain times, we pray to the Lord. Lord hear our for our sponsor, Irene from Gulf Shores, Alabama, and for the repose of the soul of her spouse, Ray, we pray to the Lord. Lord hear our for those living in tents, the homeless and the displaced during these bleak and cold winter days, we pray to the Lord. Lord hear our for our indigenous brothers and sisters who continue to be abandoned and taken for granted, we pray to the Lord. Lord hear our Loving Creator, as we enter this new world, new year, may it be one of hope and promises. You took care of the Hebrew people in the Sinai wilderness. We place ourselves in your loving and caring hands. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God Through the mystery of this wine and water, may we share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become for us our spiritual drink. Blessed be God Lord God, be pleased to accept these gifts that we offer to you with humble and contrite hearts. Pray, my sisters, my brothers, that my sacrifice and yours be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good Accept, O Lord, our homage and our praise on this memorial of Saint Marguerite, and by this spotless sacrifice set our hearts aflame with the love of your presence. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. With your Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is, right and just. it is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, for in the saints who consecrated themselves to Christ for the sake of the kingdom of heaven, it is right to celebrate the wonders of your, provid of your providence by which you call human nature back to its original holiness and bring it to the experience on this earth, the gifts of promise that you have made in the world to come. And so with the angels and archangels, we praise you as without end we acclaim. 
fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving you thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, but this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Savior of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. <clears throat> Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis our Pope, Thomas our Bishop, the bishops across Canada, and this entire people of God. Remember Ray, remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, with Saint Marguerite Bourgeois, with Saint Marie de l'Incarnation, uh, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever.
at the Savior's command, and formed by divine teaching, we now dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. The power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace, I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us share with one another wherever we are a sign of God's peace and friendship. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ bring us and all our dear ones unto life everlasting. Amen. With those of you at home, join with me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart. As though you were already there, I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Nourished to the full by the sacrament of salvation, we implore your favor, O Lord, that by practicing charity after the example of Saint Marguerite, we may come to share with her in your glory. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with, with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass has been celebrated. Go now in the peace of Christ. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donor for the gift of this Mass.
Bring and adore him, the Lord. 